Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com Wondersuite. I didn't even do it. All right. Appreciate y'all, man. I love you guys. Thank you for the calls. Uh, thank you for the donations. Don't forget, man. Support the channel. Support the platform. I need you. I ain't gonna tell you no lie. And again, man, I love you guys. Don't forget the five things I'm gonna leave you with. Ride your own ride. Stay in your own lane. Mind your business. Uh, have enough love for yourself to have some love for me. We're gonna ride for love and let it ride, man. We gone, man.
Hosted by two guns. Co-hosted by Big Cell. And we talking straight motorcycle protocol. Tune in every Wednesday around 7 p.m. For pure motherfucking facts on FHO Podcast Radio. MC 101. Where motorcycling is life. Hey, cocksucker. Yeah, you. Knock it off. Keep Sit your ass down. Sit your $5 ass down before I make change. You think we playing? And I ain't playing, no. You better listen up. It's the FHO Live Podcast, where the truth will be told. We promise you that. What up, what up, what up, what up? What's going on, man? It is going down. It is Wednesday, MC 101. Uh, it is what it is. This Friday, Georgia going to be wide open. Huh? Y'all get to go out and, and, and do what you want to do. You understand me? All the shit that you've been, you been mad about that you can't do, you get to go out and do it. You understand me? But let me tell your monkey ass something right now, man. You understand me? You, 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 you go to the beauty salon on on this Friday, you be at the funeral parlor the next Friday. You understand? <laughs> At least you, at least you be right. <laughs> hey, you, you'll be looking good too, little mama. You'll be looking good. <laughs> so listen, man, I don't care if outside open up, man. Outside been open. Don't let these people trick you into going out there, man, and, and uh, killing yourself, man. Make sure you wear your mask. Make sure you wear your glove. I think in California, guns, they just made it mandatory for all masks. If you get caught outside without a mask on, it's a $1,000 fine. I mean, uh, you talking about California shit. These motherfuckers been wearing masks for a minute. They better worry. Hey, better worry about that four five nine game. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I think that's a damn good idea. I think you need to make it mandatory if you're gonna open it up. Make it mandatory that everybody wear masks, man, to get it in. Well, it's Wednesday night, y'all. I hope y'all been staying safe. Hope you've been washing your hands. Matter of fact, hold on, man. I'm talking to y'all. Talking to See, y'all, slime. Yeah, let me wash my hand. Let me. Let me. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Let me. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, and ain't no telling what y'all, you know, what my listeners been touching and touching on. So let me watch my hand. <laughs> let me go on and crack it on off. But um, it is what it is, man. Um, beautiful thing. It's been a it's been a cool week for me, man. I've been in the house. Uh, I don't make no moves unless I have to. I got out a little bit, man, to kind of kill my little cabin fever. Road to Tennessee, you know, to go check on the state line, man. And um, it's still there. The state sign's still, still there. there right? Yeah, they, they're still there, man. I, you know, I'm doing state line welfare checks. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, if you think your state sign, oh, if you think your state line, state sign gone, just let me know. I'll go do a welfare check for you. It ain't no big thing. Hey. But other than that, man, it is what it is. So, Guns, how, how your week been, man? What's been going on, man? Good. Hey, good. I, hey, I got to give a shout out to my man, Eskimo Joe, man. I see him in there from the 305, my Wyoming days, man. We had a, had a lot of good times, man, breaking bread, doing the drinks and stuff like that. But, um, Shout out to you, man. Everything's been good. Just um, I'm kind of like you. I've been cabin fever and uh, just trying to get out, fam. I'm doing a little bit of riding. I mean, the back roads ain't got no motherfucking virus, so I'm just on the back roads. <laughs> well, and like and, I uh, said, long as you, long you stay masked up, long yeah. you stay masked up, it should be no issues, man. I, I mean, I just I've always been like that. I always keep my distance. I tell people, man, when you get inside of these right here. You too close to me, so you know. Anytime you within my wingspan, you way too close to me, so I, I'm not gonna be good with that either way. But all good. All right, said, so we, we match. Hey, my man Emo, he know about that Mando man that four five nine gang right there. That's hey, what he's talking about. I'm tripping off your boy. I'm tripping off your boy named Eskimo Joe. You know, normally when you know Eskimo Joe is a cold motherfucker, man. You understand me? 
Yo, hey, a good people, man. I mean, solid, solid people, man. So much love That's out good. there to you. Well, hey man, why if you're listening, man, and you're tuning in, it's your first time tuning in. Welcome to MC One On One, man, with two guns, the host. I am Big Cell, the co-host, man, and we're listening to you're listening to this live on FHO Podcast Radio Station. Um, available on all streaming platforms, also YouTube, FHO Atlanta GA, uh, Facebook, and IG, the whole nine yards. We out there, but more importantly, man, let's talk about supporting the channel, man. Lately, you guys been doing your thing, and I'm proud of you, and thank you in advance. Uh, we need to step up, man, with the subscribers. Make sure you subscribe. Fill out, take the time to fill your page out so you can subscribe and be counted. The numbers need to move in order for us to groove. You understand me? So make sure you subscribe and hit the bell once you subscribe and hit all. That way you'll be notified every time we go live. Also, your donations. We can't do it without your donations. I'm putting everything I got into this, um, into the studio, into this equipment, into the sound, into making sure everything is on point. And I need your help to do it. I thank everybody that does that do make the donations and do contribute. Um, this content that we're giving you, uh, this game, as I'm gonna say, this this MC game. You know, they always say game ain't free. Game is to be sold, not told. But we bringing it to you, man. We bringing it to you, and we love to bring it to you. And we bringing it to you raw and honest. We ain't sugarcoating it. We ain't sprinkling it with no powder. These ain't no powder donuts you getting. This raw. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? There you go. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, again, thank you for the donations. And if you haven't donated or supported the channel, please do. So, it is what it is, man. Um, It is Wednesday. What, what's today, man? Hold on. Today is uh, 22nd all day, man. April the 22nd is going down, man. So, wherever you are, man, I hope you're staying safe. Um, Here in Georgia, we back in full swing come Sunday, Monday. A lot of people are upset about it. I'm not. I'm totally happy because nobody has honored or, or obeyed the rules. No way. So, you might as well uh, open it up, man, and uh, let the people do what they're going to do. But more importantly, it's not what the people do, it's what you do. You know, you can let everybody be a fool all you want to. You can go join the fools or you can, you know, stand down and do what you need to do to protect you and your family. So, again, man, I don't have no problems with it. I know a lot of y'all upset with me uh, with my my latest <laughs> videos, 2020, COVID-19, the biggest blessing of 2020. If you haven't seen that video, go check it out. It is. It's COVID-19, it is, but it's the, one of the oh, biggest blessings. It's one of the biggest blessings that we've had, especially for 2020, starting 2020 off. And then I came back with another one where I was praising the governor for opening up. So it is what it is, man. So tonight, y'all know Two Guns, man. He bring it to you raw and uncut. He's been on. For those of you that don't know, let me introduce who Two Guns is. Two Guns is an outlaw. He's a one percenter. He's a diamond holder. You feel what I'm saying? And he's been on both sides of the track, white and black. Um, so he has the knowledge of both sides. And when he speaks, he speaks true. He stands on what he, uh, what he speaks about. Now, again, don't you run from here to whoever you're going to run to and say, well, big or two guns. And then big sales said that I don't have to do this and fuck around and get your head split to the white meat. <laughs> you understand? What I'm saying? <laughs> so we want to get that disclaimer. We giving it to you real, how you disseminate it and put it down and put it actual factuals in your life is on you. But I'm going to tell you, be smart, um, be respectful, and, you know, educate yourself as much as you can. Don't even just take it because me and Two Guns said it. Do the research on it. Educate yourself. But understand as you're listening to two of the realest brothers that you could ever re uh, listen to when it comes to this MC protocol. We ride our motorcycle. We out there in the field. We know people. We make connections. 
and we and we can stand on what we what we speak on. So that's the beautiful thing about MC one on one. FHO podcast radio and two guns. So it is what it is, mate. So let's kick this thing off, man. Where you want to start, man? Well, the biggest thing today, I mean, I know we were addressing some things that we were talking about, like just some rules of the road stuff that you do. And, you know, with us, I would say coming back into the fold, I know a lot of people going to be out there on the roads and they're going to be, man, all of a sudden that cabin fever is hitting. I know cabin fever hits for me too. So there's times that I, you know, I mean, I usually, keep something that's always ready to go. Um, that's just how I've always kind of been in the process. And so we just wanted to give some tools of the road, help out folks in terms of some things that are going to help you out. Uh, lessons learned, man, from being on the road. I mean, I wish motherfucking K Solo motherfucker call his ass in here because anybody doing 100K in a year, that motherfucker got knowledge on the road. Hold on, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta pause. You gotta pause when you say a hundred k. He, this man on it on two wheels on a motorcycle, did a hundred thousand miles in one year. So you got y'all got. Hold on, matter of fact, this what K Solo. That's for you, baby. That that's right there. That's for you, K Solo. That's for you, man. That's for you. So a hundred thousand miles. Yeah, in one year. yeah, yeah. That's for real. I mean, that's just big, big shit right there. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, like, I just wanted to touch on some base, uh, some of the stuff and things like that. Like, a lot of cats that get on the road and if we're ready to start up, I'll just kind of go into some of the things that I always do. First and foremost, and what you should be doing, and it should be a year-round thing, is making sure that you're addressing and you're looking at your motorcycle in terms of, you know, maintenance, taking care of it, making sure that your, 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 your mileage and your numbers and all that stuff is adding up, i.e. oil changes adjustments and things like that. There's nothing worse than getting on that road and needing to do a whole bunch of stuff while you're on that road because I hate to say it, man, they give you a lot of love at the Harley dealership sometimes when you're on that road, but sometimes you might get stuck for a couple of days trying to get your shit fixed because you didn't do some basic maintenance shit before you left out. So that's typically if I'm going to go on the road anywhere, like I'm talking about I'm going to do uh, the, the, the California run. I'm leaving out from North Carolina going to California. Before that, I'm going to do a complete overhaul, make sure that everything's good to go. 
uh, go in, get some adjustments done, uh, get it on the actual dyno, make sure that the numbers is right before I get on the road. And I'll spend a little bit of money to make sure that the bike is going to give me what I got coming back and forth. Now, I understand I got 15,000 miles on my bike right now. And that was within the time frame when I bought it last year and made till right now. And that's just adjusting it from a year. I was only able to do that. And that's, I mean, for me, that's not even, you know, 25,000 to 50,000 is typically what I do. It just was a really bad year this year. But um, looking at, you know, looking at the process, I always make sure that everything I got and everything I, you know, when I'm getting on the road, it's already done. So just a, a few things that I do, just so y'all see, this is basically a survival pack. I always keep a survival pack with me. So if you're, if you're a prospect, guess what? <laughs> you should already have one of these. Mm. And you should have something. So some of the stuff I keep, always keep some gum just in case you got to chew on some. Claritine, make sure you keep that just in case you need to, you know, <laughs> got some blunt guts. But one of the things I want to tell you guys about is right here. And that's just some basically some wipes and stuff like that you keep just in case you got to take care of some business. The biggest thing, make sure you got yourself some tape. I got some pills, stuff like that. But I got handy wipes that's actually for the windshield when it's raining. Just some little things I keep in there, tampons and stuff, just in case you get shot. Uh, that part. <laughs> but what I do try to do, though, getting on the road, uh, some of the stuff that I actually take with me, I got three sets of gloves I always take. Uh, these are actually some thermal gloves. Some basically riding gloves, and then I actually have some heavy-duty gloves. They're heated gloves. Um, these are in thermals right here, if you guys could actually see them. So they're thermal. So you can wear these either in the heat or you can wear them inside of the uh, in the cold. So those are just a few other things. Of course, I always keep a gator with me to keep the dirt off my face. But here's one thing, and I brought this out. Always have with you, and that's a roll. Just in case it takes a few minutes for you to lay your head down, or if you're sleeping at a clubhouse or something like that, you got a pillow. So this is a blanket, man. They're pretty actually pretty cheap. You can get them online or whatever it is, but it's just an opportunity for you to have something that you can actually take with you. Last but not least, before we get on with it, is I pulled this out of my damn thing. It's called a fat sack. <laughs> so if you guys can see it. So inside the fat sack, I actually don't know what's in here, so I'm kind of going to open it up and see what the hell's in here. But some of this, oh, my knife. So I didn't see my knife in about four months, so that's that. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I got in here. And these are just some of the stuff. I keep this on my back, or I keep this on my bike itself just to make sure uh, that I got stuff that's in here. Oh, okay, so here's my uh, rain suit. Basically a Walmart rain suit. I got another rain suit that I always take with me, but that's a backup just in case somebody needs one. I mean, I always make sure I got an extra shirt. There is some stuff in here. I know what's going to be in here. Um, and one of the things that I would tell people about, if you ride a panhead or you ride something hard, make sure that you got yourself kidney belt or back brace. But here's some things that are just little common sense stuff. Hand warmers. So you take these little packs out. You can stick these packs inside your gloves, and they'll actually keep it warm if you don't have any types of uh, heated gloves and stuff like that. And these are toe warmers. So you can actually put these into your boots and keep your feet warm. And these are things that you get on sale and do stuff like that. You just go and buy them and always keep them around, keep them handy. The two things I want to talk to you guys about, OD greens, military socks, keep them longs. 
And then these are what's called polypros. So you guys understand about polypros. These right here are really nice because in the summertime, they open up, and in the wintertime, they close. So it keeps the body temperature either warm or it actually allows the body temperature to go out. Typically, if I'm riding in the heat, I always wear long sleeves. So you guys can understand why I wear long sleeves is I learned my lesson going from Colorado to Arkansas in the sun. And I basically burned up my arms to the point that I couldn't even hold my arms onto the bike because of the actual um, sunburn. And after that, I learned, you know what? Always ride with your sleeves on or whatever it is. I mean, this is something I always knew, but it's that time that you look at it, you just don't think about it. All of a sudden you get on the road that morning, it was about 70 degrees. Eh, it was 60 degrees, it was a little cooler. Decided to go with some short sleeve shirts. By the time I got 150, 200 miles away, my, my arms were burnt and I had to wrap them up just to basically uh, continue on. So that's just some of the, the basic stuff that I always uh, take with me or have with me. Flashlights. And make sure you got, I got a little tactical flashlight I keep with me also. So those are basically some of the stuff that I usually keep with me. But let me move on on the next thing and the last thing I'm going to talk about. Your piss poor planning will fuck you up on the road. So if you are planning a long trip or even a short trip, say you're just going to Tennessee and you live in Florida and it's five, six hours away, your piss poor planning will fuck your trip up. So you look at what specifically you need to do in order to make your destination and get back and forth. And so if you're going to go to a place like say it's, it's six hours away or say it's eight hours away or 12 hours away, it doesn't matter how far it is away. You should have the same plan as you're going through the process. So if you know that you got like a 12 hour trip and you know that you have to get a hotel, don't wait till you get to fucking town and try to get a hotel because you may not be able to get a hotel. So if you know you're going to make a run and you know it's a run or whatever it is, just have some plans. The second you find out, even if it's last minute, get on that line, get yourself a hotel, or if you're not going to do that, if you're going to crash at the clubhouse, at least have some type of plan. A lot of people that just get on the fucking road, and then all of a sudden they make their plans on the road. That, for me, I've never done that because I'm a planner. And in the military, you have no other choice. You know, you basically kind of, Make sure that you pack all your shit up, get your shit together so you can leave. And if at a point you got to go, and that's what I do. I mean, fuck it. If I want to jump on the road in five minutes, I can go on the road. I don't have to worry about half the shit that back stays packed uh, year round. And so those are some of the stuff that I do uh, to make sure that I can get on the road or whatever it is when I need to. But again, man, your piss poor planning, it would definitely fuck up, uh, fuck up your nice little trip or whatever it is because you're not prepared to be able to get on that road. Nothing's worse than having, you know, temperatures that you can't ride in or having heat that you can't ride in and you actually didn't prepare or you didn't know what the temperatures was. Last one. I know I said it was last one. If you are a concealed carrier, make sure you go to USA Concealed Carry and know where the fuck you can actually carry your gun at. Because if you get on the road and all of a sudden you show up in Maryland and you got yourself a weapon and you don't have that thing secured and you get pulled over, you're going to have a bad, bad day. Same thing for New York, same thing for New Jersey. Most of those states, like in California, they don't have reciprocity. They don't give so a damn. They don't. They don't have reciprocity. And so if you get pulled over, all of a sudden, they're going to go, oh, well, we don't have reciprocity with them. You're under arrest. 
And ain't no ain't no explaining. Ain't none of that shit. You going to jail. Simple as that. You, you might be facing some charges. One of the things that I learned out in Oklahoma, had no clue about, was fixed knives. Fixed knives are a certain limb, and anything over a specific limb, they'll pull you over for it. Well, ultimately, one of the bros got pulled over, and when he got pulled over, he had a concealed carry. In the state of Colorado, you do not have to tell them you have a, secure, a, a concealed carry because they already know it because it's a part of your license. Same way in North Carolina. In Oklahoma, you are required, same way in North Carolina, to inform them that you are a concealed carrier, even if you're not carrying at the time. And he was carrying at the time, and because he was carrying, he was arrested. And we're talking $2,500 in court costs, uh, three nights in jail, all of that, because he had a knife on him that was about 12 inches. I think that's what it was, a bowie knife. And that's what got him pulled over. He had to go through all that process, go through all that BS, and those are the things that you guys actually have to understand and you should know before you get on the road. Same thing with those fucking, those, those uh, get-back whips. <laughs> you go to California with the get-back whips and you're going to be getting back. You know, they got, they got to say for California, come on vacation, leave on probation right there, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, that's, and that's real talk, man. I mean, even, I mean, I know a bro that, that got, um, he and I call him a bro because I know him. Um, but I know him. He ended up having just a keychain on his on his belt, and he had it for his wallet chain. And because it had a monkey fist on it, a small monkey fist on it, they actually charged him with the felony of carrying a weapon. Wow! And so again, those are things that even though he was acquitted of the of the charge, how much shit did he have to go through just to actually get acquitted of the charge? And so you look at it and you say, well, damn, you know, those are things, the rules of the road that you might want to know about before you get on the road. Go ahead, man. All right, so <clears throat> you heard Guns mention a few things. Y'all heard him breeze past the tampon talking about just in case you get shot. So we ain't gonna even go back to that. We just gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna breeze past that like he did. You know, you, you know, keep you some tampons on your motorcycle just in case you get shot. So we gonna go on past that. But everything Guns said is the truth. For me, I'm a regular traveler as much. I do forty, fifty thousand miles a year. And the most important thing is this, and this is what he said. If you keep, I have, okay, I have two saddlebags. One of my saddlebags is packed right now. I can literally go get it off my bike, bring it in here and do the same thing guns did. My bike is always packed. The biggest thing about taking any trip is preparation, period, point blank. If you do not prepare properly for any trip, long, short, tall, small, round the corner or not, then you will be, you will be disappointed. I promise you if any little thing happened. So preparation, um, especially right now where you got this time, pack your bag, pack your, pack your saddle bag with whatever tools you think you need. One of the most important things that you need is zip ties, duck, black tape, zip ties, um, will save your life. It will get you off the side of the road. I promise you hands down. Those are things that are very important. Also, when you pack your bag, you want to know what's in there. You know, you know, uh, yeah, there you go right there. Also, uh, I got introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three or four pair of gloves too, and I keep an extra pair for somebody else to hold nine yards. But more importantly than that, everybody, the biggest thing about preparing for a uh, for a journey, a long journey, is your health. I promise you, I try my best to lose fifteen or twenty pounds before I start riding and getting out on the road. You want to start getting healthy. You want to start eating better. Start drinking your water. Start hydrating. Start making sure you got all the vitamins that you need. Because let me tell you something about that road. That son don't give a damn about who you is <laughs> at all. That son will snatch will snatch your soul. Yeah, it will it will snatch your entire soul. It will snatch your energy. That son, God's created son, is one of the coldest things ever when you're out there on that highway. It will it will make you see all type of stuff. So you the biggest thing you want to do is start preparing yourself. If you start walking, you don't have to start running, but just get out and start walking. Um Start exercising if you can. Start losing weight. Start eating better, and make sure you hydrate. These are the most. These things will save your life out there on that highway. Not only just the part about actually riding, knowing how to ride your motorcycle, and being prepared never to panic. That's another thing about being on the highway. When you get in these situations, you can never panic. Panic is nine times out of ten what kills a, a motorcycle rider is panic, other yeah. than other than a, just a complete surprise. But pack your motorcycle. Pack one bag with all of your necessities. You feel what I'm saying? With all of your necessities. Also, one of the things I do, if it's a group ride, uh, one of the first things I do is I try to get have everybody text me their emergency contact number. So let's just say if it's me and Guns, I'm saying, hey, Guns, text me your emergency contact number, the name of the person and the phone number. So if something happened to you, this is the first, this is the first call I'm making. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, um, we over here. This is what happened. Bye, 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 bye. Also, the second thing I always ask is, hey, uh, Guns, what do you want me to do with your phone if something happened to you? <laughs> Yo, yeah. Real talk. <laughs> what do you do? do you, is it going, did you lose it, save it for you, throw it? What do you want me to do? You know what I'm saying? What, what do you want me to do hey, with your phone? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's that ice, man. Hey, that, that in case of mercy, man, you should yeah. have an ice number inside your phone in all cases. Yeah, man. so, I mean, it just all certain these little big things. But the biggest thing about, <laughs> the biggest thing about, traveling is preparing yourself man to understand that hey i'm finna be out here um i'm finna do some things i'm finna ride longer than normal um normally what i call yonder yonder is anything 800 miles or better 
in one going one direction. So if you're going to get yonder, 800 miles to a lot of you guys may sound like a lot, and it is. It's a nice. That's a nice day's work. 800 miles. I yeah, average. I average when I'm doing when I'm going from here to the west coast. From here to the west coast is 2,400 miles. I'm doing it in two days. So I'm doing the first day 1,500, 1,600. Then the second day I'm taking it on in easy, or I do a 1,200, 1,300 in the second day or whatever. So, but that's me. Uh, if you're not experienced, take your time. If you so yeah, yeah, I usually, I usually, what I do is I used to do that. I used to run as hard as I could just to get to the house. But now I think, I mean, not, you know, I mean, look, no, no knocking the hustle. I think now what I try to do is I try to find them places along the route that I will always remember for the rest of my life. You know, I, I, I joked about it one time and I rode through the middle of Kansas just to ride to the middle of Kansas and I, Kansas and I went to go see the biggest yard, ball of yard. I mean, when the fuck are you going to see the biggest ball of yard? <laughs> That's just some shit that you just, you know, sometimes you do that. And I used to go and I used to run. I used to run it and two, two and a half days, three days to get all the way across. And now it's just at a point where I want to try to enjoy this because I only got maybe 30 or 40 more, um, you know, Christmases or summers or whatever it is they say. So, you know. <laughs> also, too, ladies and gentlemen, um, guns will probably touch on this. Add to it. I'm going to tell you, the long sleeve shirt. Let me tell you something. There's a couple of reasons why you want to wear a long sleeve shirt. Y'all know I'm big on this. I don't care how hot it is. I don't care what it is. You always wear a long sleeve shirt. The wind sucks the moisture out of your body as you ride. Oh, yeah. That's the job of the wind. The wind is to dry it out. When they say the wind, the, you know how you set stuff out on on the on the on the, yard, on the line outside. Y- y'all probably don't know nothing about that. You know, millenniums. But back in the day, <laughs> you don't know about the clothes yeah, line. Yeah, you don't, you don't know, know about the clothes line. line. Back in the day, your mom used to wash your clothes and set them out there on the line <laughs> for, the, line, for the wind and the sun to dry them. That is the job of the wind is to suck the moisture out of whatever it touches. Period. It's, it's going to suck it up out of you. So. The reason why you wear a long sleeve shirt is to preserve the moisture in your body, in your arms, in your chest, the whole nine yards. Because if not, the wind and the sun want it all. That's number one. Number two, guns mentioned about sunburn. When you're on that motorcycle and you heat up, you don't realize that you heat it up. You don't even realize that you're being sunburned. You just ride your motorcycle, you know, you and at the time your body adjusts to the pain and everything else. It's not till you stop. Or later on, or get ready to lay down, that you realize, hey, oh shit, you know, I'm I'm sunburned. Yeah, yeah so when that, when that, hey, when that when that motherfucking water hits your skin, and you're like, yeah. oh shit, yeah. and you don't want to, you don't want to get out there with a bunch of lotion and all that shit on either, because that shit gonna be no. horrible. <laughs> that shit gonna be horrible. No. So that's no. a, that's a, two reasons. The third reason why you want to wear a long sleeve shirt is because if you truly get yonder, you out there killing bugs. So you want to keep the bugs, the bug juice, the bug, the bug, uh, uh, blood and the bug juice and the blood, the bug semen. It's literally bugs fucking on your on your arms while you <laughs> while you that's ride. It, and that's and, and don't fuck around and get hit with one of the motherfuckers in your damn. <laughs> so you, you literally got bugs trying to make love while you riding your motorcycle on your sleeve. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Not to mention the debris. What you don't see in the air while you're riding is the dirt. The air is dirty. When you're out there riding, you got the trucks in front of you kicking up dirt and particles and, and all this different shit, and you're just riding through them. You're talking about 
exhaust fuel exhaust hey. smoke exhaust smoke the whole nine yards man hey look that's that's why motherfuckers show up at the at a party or whatever it is and the motherfuckers oh yeah we just rolled in and the motherfuckers I'm looking at them they crispy clean I'm like shit where your motherfucking trailer at bitch <laughs> You ain't got a lot, motherfucker. Yeah, shit. you ain't got a lot of kids. The real motherfucker that just came in, he gonna be dusty and dirty, and he gonna need. Hey, I'm gonna get back to y'all in a couple minutes because I need to go to the fucking hotel and get this shit off me. That's the first yeah, thing he wanted. To do. Is, That's the first thing yeah. he wanted to do. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, but these, I'm just giving you an example of why you wear long sleeves. I don't care how hot it is. Also, the last one of the last but not least things is. If you have a long sleeve on and you're sweating, that moisture helps keep your body cool. You may not want to believe yeah. that, but it does. So when you sweat yeah. and your shirt get all wet and as you ride in the wind, all of that stuff helps to keep your body temperature down and to keep you cool from blacking out and just falling off the face of the earth because that's what it happened to and, you. And that's, that's the reason why I always promote the polypros because the polypros will take that water that actually gets under your skin or gets sweat and it'll hold it there. So as the wind is hitting you, it actually creates a cooling effect. And so a tool for you guys to understand is if you ever have a rider or a biker that gets overheated to the point where they're going to pass out, on the back of your neck is a thing called the hypothymus. The hypothymus is your core temperature. So that is your temperature gauge. So if you apply, now I want to say this so you guys understand, apply it a cold compress. Don't stick a bag of ice on the motherfucker. But apply a cold compress onto the back of their neck and let them cool off into a certain thing. They'll actually come back to it because there's factors that happen. It's called heat stress and then there's heat stroke. So you have heat exhaustion, heat stress, heat stroke. All three of those come in cycles. When a person goes into heat exhaustion or they actually go into heat uh, stress or you have heat stress, heat exhaustion, heat stroke. So as they go into heat exhaustion, that means that their body actually stops sweating and then their actual core temperature heats up. When they go into heat stroke, that could cause death or it could actually cause brain damage. So when you have situations like that, and I know some of you guys are like, man, some of my bros ain't brain damage. I don't know how the difference. But, I mean, when you look at it, cooling off that hypothymus will actually help you out and stuff like that. Yeah, and another, he, point, wait, keep going, keep going. another point I wanted to talk about, because we was addressing something, if you get pulled over, Here's one thing that you always want to make sure that you do. Keep your your information, i.e. your registration and your identification handy to you. So if you're going to keep it in one saddlebag, keep it in one saddlebag that you can open. And that saddlebag is something that you can open. Whatever you have in your other saddlebag, you lock. Period. Don't leave it open. You lock it. And the reason why is because anything that is within their reach, they're going to try to open your saddlebags. And that's the reason why you lock your saddlebags, because that takes a warrant in order for them to open your saddlebags, and they would have to have PC in order to do that. And a regular traffic stop does not give them PC to go into your saddlebags. And by the time it takes them to get a damn warrant, they would have had to have released you anyway because there's an actual timeline that they have in order for them to get a warrant unless – you know, somehow or another, they've got, they've got, you know, it's one of those areas where they can make a phone call to the judge in 2.2 seconds and have a warrant. But nine times out of 10, they have to have some other types of scenarios and situations. And that's where you would understand where you're going into. Like, I'll give you a great one. If you're in Florida, stay the fuck out of Waldo. I mean, that's a speed trap. And those are things that, like, when you're looking at it and we talk about planning, understand where you're going and understand what is specifically happening in terms of your travel. 
So if you know that you're going and we kind of address this a little bit, um, so we can go into this process and feed into this. So when you're going into areas, you always want to reach out, especially if you have a nation. So your nation is going to give you information about your area so that you know what's in your area. The second thing, and I would say this, most outlaws, there is a, I wouldn't say really an agreement, a gentleman's agreement, but there is in some areas where there's an agreement. Hey, if you're going to be in my area, just give me heads up. I've never been a proponent of that. I tell them, fuck y'all. I'm, I'm a riding and I'm not going to tell you where the fuck I'm going because as an outlaw, I tell you where I'm going. Guess what? I'm hit the corner and all of a sudden there's 20 motherfuckers there. So, I mean, I hate to say it like that. 20 motherfuckers, y'all 40 motherfuckers too shy because I carry 60 with me all the time. So I'm just saying, when it comes down to it, you look at it, you say, you don't ever want to tell somebody where you're going, but you do want to give people a heads up if you have a good relationship in those processes. And I want you to understand that you can have somebody that comes into your town and they can fuck up what you actually have and agreements and things like that that you have in your town by not doing things the right way. And that's the reason why you reach out. In some nations, it's required that if you're coming to my town, that I need to know that you're in my state. And the reason why is to protect the actual balance of, you know, harmony that you guys have in those states. Because in some states, all of a sudden, you pop in there and somebody's like, man, who the fuck is you? And then you're actually, you're at a point where either you're going to have to defend yourself or all of a sudden you're fucking up some you know, a good relationship. And I can tell you, it happens all the time where people will come into a state, not let the state reps know. And all of a sudden somebody gets approached and all, you know, ass whooping gets handed. Now all of a sudden you got to go through a whole bunch of BS. And so that's where. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would say a lot of times that, you know, you reach out and there might be a reach out. Yo, I got people in the area, blah, 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 blah. But you know, that's just kind of how it is. And that depends on, and, and this is what we talk about a lot of times that people don't understand. There's politics inside of the politics that when part. it comes to being an outlaw and a one percenter. And then even clubs that are aligned or associated with one percenters and 99, 99s that are associated with one percenters, 
there's still specific rules and regulations that are seeing. So a lot of times if people are like, why the fuck I got to do this? Why the fuck I do this? You got to do that because it's a short, it's a small balance. When I tell you, man, we are like on thin ice in terms of our balance, in terms of issues and problems with each other. So if you go in and you fuck that up because you decide you want to be a dumbass, then that not only affects the people that are local to that area, but it also affects the whole nation in terms of being able to move and have those issues. Because sometimes those alliances are very, very, there's sometimes those alliances, man, they're solid. But there's a lot of times those alliances are really paper thin and you come in fucking it up. That's a big issue. All right. I'm going to go back to also what he was saying about the bags being locked. Every time you travel, man, lock your saddlebags. The reason why I want to, I'm going to give you a couple of reasons as well. Why you want to lock your saddlebags. Number one is what gun said to keep people out your business. If it's open, the police can go into it. If it's locked, it is what it is. But more importantly, one of the other, not more importantly, but also important is you want to lock your saddlebags because out there on that road, you're going to hit a bump so hard that's going to pop that motherfucker oh. right the fuck open if it ain't locked. You understand? Yeah, everything me? on the road. Uh, and then now all of a sudden you ride and shit flying out your saddlebag and you don't even realize, or your tour pack, you feel what I'm saying? You lock those things, man, when you're out there on that road because you don't have time to be worried about that. So if you lock them, they, it's as secure as they can be. Um, you check your saddlebag, you, you know, you actually grab it and shake it and make sure it's locked down. If you got the older bikes with the pins, I suggest you uh, switch those out. If you have a, a, e, a 11 and down, I want to say, no, what, when did they change to the, the newer style? Anyway, if you have the saddlebags where you put the pin in and twist it, um, you want to go to a place called Saddlebag Secure. It's a company called Brock, uh, Bruckus, I believe it's called B-R-O-K-U-S. And they sell, yeah, a, they, they sell a thing called Saddlebag Secure. That will help you. Bucks. That will help you keep your saddlebags. It's only twenty or thirty bucks. It's not a lot of mm-hmm. money, trust me. And it is the biggest blessing that I've ever given you. That's big game, right Shit. there. Yeah, and it is when you motherfucking lose that saddlebag. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that right there save you that little headache. But always lock your saddlebags and lock everything you need. Also, um, a lot of people make this mistake when they get on the road. You done brought all your house keys and all that shit with you. You got all the keys that you walk around with on a daily. Listen, let me tell you something. The way that they make the new motorcycles now, you don't even need a key. You don't even need your gas key because it pops open and, they mm-hmm. and they're not even locked no more. But I, su- I suggest, and this is what I do when I'm on the road, and this is whether I'm dirty or clean. I stay like guns. I stay prepared to be wherever I'm at, wherever I'm at. But anyways, one of the things I do is I will lock my saddlebags up and lock my, and I'm giving this game over the air. I shouldn't, but. I lock all my stuff up and then I'll give my actual key to one of my partners. You feel like I get a second. I, I take both of mine. I give one to my partner. Yeah. One of my people. So yeah. uh, when they, you got, Hey man, can you, no man, I, I don't got the key for that. You, you understand what I'm saying? If that's what you have to do, but these are just different little tricks that you learn while you're out there on the road, but always keep your saddlebags locked. The other thing to touch on what gun said is this, is that as an independent rider, the, the, you know, having the alliances, um, they don't really bother you because you you know you're just a person riding your motorcycle passing through whether you're a group of people or whatever. But when you're in a club, especially if you're in a club, <laughs> if you're in a club and you guys are wear a support patch, you feel what I'm saying, and you're getting ready to take these travels, you might want to reach out to your dominant and say, "Hey, we're getting ready to take a trip, man. We're going here, 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 each one of these states, and whatever game that they can give you, whatever knowledge or whatever game, whatever contact, whatever they give you." You take heed to that. But more importantly is this. Let me tell you something. 
more importantly is this. Always be aware of the question. It's always a question down there right before the bullshit. You understand what I'm saying? And that's just, this, uh, that, this is the, and this, the, this, the question right here. I, I kill them dead when they hit me with this. Uh, who gave you permission to, to, ride, to ride through here? <laughs> normally when you hear that question, it's the bullshit. They don't even give a fuck who did or who didn't. It's normally, it's finna be the bullshit. You have to be stern with your answers. You have to stand on it. And that's why you don't sit your ass around at these gas stations. You pull your ass in there, you get gas, and you get back on the goddamn highway. I was going to talk about that one, too. Yeah. Man. You pull your ass in there, you get gas. We ain't got time for you to be lollygagging on the phone with your little boot thing, You're smoking a cigarette, smoking cigars. Let me tell you something about getting yonder. You better learn how to smoke and ride that motherfucker at the same time. That's what you better learn how to do. Yeah, they do it all the time. But I'm just telling you. These are allegedly. things allegedly. These are things <laughs> that keep you safe on the highway. The everything that can happen to you is going to happen to you on the highway. Your goal is to get from your from point A to point B. Point B. Period. Everything in between is a risk, a chance, a factor, a possibility, a maybe, a could be, a almost, a we, you know, a barely. That's everything in between A and B. So your job is to eliminate all of that and to get your ass. Two way you got to. I'm not telling you to do what I do, cannonball runs and stuff like that, or what flock on them do. I'm just telling you, even if we're going from here to here, let's get there. Let's cut these gas stations down. Let's not be fucking around, lollygagging. Let's keep it moving. You feel what I'm saying? Let's keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. Also, you want to have responsible people in front of you. One person responsible in the front. One person that's gonna that's gonna move the that's gonna move the crowd and know how to move the crowd. It's 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 being on the road. Is the is the funnest part of motorcycling, hands down. It is the most fun. It's 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 the shit. But being on the road and not and not knowing or not having any any level of uh, of motorcycle communication, shall I say, is it, not fun because if the person yeah. if a person pull up on you and you don't know how to answer the question correctly. That question goes to the second question, goes to the third question, and then all of a sudden it's 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 uh, it's, it's it's a whole fucked up situation real quick. So yeah. these are things that you need to know, man, and these are things that you need to prepare for. But like, uh, so the most important we can talk to you tonight is make sure you wear that long sleeve shirt, keep that saddle bag locked. Period. Keep them saddle bags and them tour packs locked. And also, what yeah. Gun said is keep all of your license, registration, and insurance. Because I, what I do, I'm gonna tell you like this. I keep a copy of my license with my registration and my insurance. I'm not that I way. I ain't even it. got. I don't even have to reach in my wallet. Here you go, sir. Boom. Yeah, I just I keep him the whole bag. Yeah. Here you go. Boom. Yeah, what, I keep it actually in my cut. Yeah. So do you? <laughs> uh, well, do you actually have your license? Yes, I do, sir. But uh, you know, this is yeah. the number. Everything is valid on there. But I can pull it out. But anyway, that normally that keeps them up off me. But you want to have that stuff where you can get hey, right to it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Where you can get yeah. right to it. You you want to have that shit where you can get right to it. You ain't, you don't want to be pulling shit out your saddlebag, fumbling. Oh shit! I think it may be in this one or it's packed. Hey, just it. Go ahead. Check this license, concealed carry. Yeah. Y'all take this with you. Know here here it is right here. That yeah. way, if they say I need to see your actual license, here's my license. Here's my concealed carry. But I do the same thing. I keep I keep a copy on on my person so that I don't have to actually go through that process. If I don't keep it on my person, 
I actually have my little flip up that I, I keep it there and I'll open that up and I'll keep it there. It depends on if I'm carrying or whatever it is. Um, and I don't want to reach into my, cause some of the cops, man, I hate to say it, man, he's just be on something, but yeah. Hey, let me touch on one though. Go ahead. Uh, cause a guy, one of your highness has hit up something and he was talking about passing 1% clubs. And so I, I will address this, and we talked about this the other day with the, with at the programmation. They was killing me with that. I was like, y'all killing me with this. Y'all don't know that. But one of the things that I would address in terms of passing a 1% club, there's two factors that come into play. The first factor is, man, motherfuckers is assholes. <laughs> they don't want you to fucking pass them because they don't want you to fucking pass them because they're a 1% club, and they think it's fucking disrespectful to pass them. That's, that's just a part of that shit. That's just how it is. But the second part, and I think a lot of 1% clubs is, they look at it as if, if they running, and I'm going to tell you this, if a 1% club is running, they running about 80 to 90 miles an hour. They, they get so if you're, if you're running 100 miles an hour and you're trying to pass, they, they're going to conceive that you're being a fucking asshole because you shouldn't be running a fucking 100 miles an hour and trying to pass. Them. And the reason why you don't want to try to pass any club, in all honesty, it doesn't matter if it was a 1% club or a 99 club, and the reason why you go through your protocols is you want to make sure that your actions don't fuck up the pack's actions. So as you come up to the tail gunners or you come up to the rear of the, of the pack, you're going to start to understand who's who you need to talk to. And so if you use some hand signals like I want to run through or sergeant or something like that, they're going to show you where the sergeant in arms should actually have already seen you. So nine times out of ten, if a 1% club sees you coming up behind it, somebody's coming to fuck with you and they're coming to have a conversation. And if you have a situation where a one percenter does not break off the pack and come and have a conversation with you, I hate to say it, but that just tells you who the fuck you are. That just tells you what they're about because a 1% club I've ridden in, if I see a motherfucker three miles back, I'm waiting for him to come up. If I see a motherfucker three miles ahead of me, I'm going to get him, and I'm going to go find out who the fuck he is. And that's just challenging and making sure that the pack is safe. So ultimately what the pack is trying to do and what you don't want to do is you don't want to get involved or get around a situation where a pack has to get off or a pack has to move, and then all of a sudden you're caught in the middle of a 1% pack moving over because they don't do it like, okay, we're just going to move over. They fucking power move over. And you're going to be a part of a process that you don't want to be a part of because you're probably going to get ran off the road because somebody's going to either kick you off your bike or either, you know, basically get you out the way. So that's the reason why you want to make sure that you get that permission before you pass. Now, that is typically going to be on a two-lane road, maybe a three-lane road, but the big boys, five, six-lane road, get in the fucking right lane and roll through. If they got an issue, a problem, and you're on a, a, a what was considered to be a ten lane road, which is five and five, if they got a problem with you passing them on a ten lane road, that's that's just telling you that they're being a fucking asshole. Because typically, you're only worried about your immediate lane that's adjacent to you, or maybe even a third lane in terms of a big highway because you've got a very very large pack. So, say you've got two hundred bikes, you don't want anybody near that fucking pack, and you're not going to let anybody pass that pack. If you've got nine people or ten people in a pack, that's a completely different story. And so it really depends on how that process works and depends on how big the pack is. If you see a pack of 100 bikes, you shouldn't fucking even want to pass them because there's a reason. And typically the reason is because they're probably going to a funeral or coming from a funeral. And it's a respecting. So you definitely don't want to be a part of that by ha having a feeling that you're disrespecting 
uh, the death of a brother of one of their fuck, of a club member. I mean, it's just you're going to have a conversation with somebody. It's not going to be a really good conversation. And so, so that's kind of the reason. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's Bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Behind that. Let me add this too. Um, That's a good one. I, I've done it. I've done, yeah. They've been asking that question forever. And, it, and like I tell them, it's a matter of, t it just all depends on the circumstances, the time, who it is, the whole nine y'all. But one thing I do is this. Let me show y'all what I do. If I see a pack ahead of me, like guns say, they normally are on their radar. They normally even have a, a chase van, a vehicle. They may or may not. But anyway, they're normally on their radar. And they see me coming up behind them. I don't slow down. I don't speed up. I keep my speed for the most part. I get over. If it's a three-lane highway, I get over to the far, the, the you know, two lanes over or whatever I can. If it's another two-lane highway, I get out of their lane, and I get in my lane, and I just keep it pushing. Nine times out of ten, somebody's going to fall back. They're going to fall back. They might fall behind you to check your patch. You know, they're going to, you know, look in front of you. They fall back behind you. They'll pull up to you. It'll be, it'll be, you know, you know how we communicate without saying nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know when we hit them like this, they hit me and I go on by my motherfucking business. Hit them with the deuces. So hit, them, hit them with the deuces. And, and, <laughs> and they'll let you know, like I said, there's, there's never been a time where I was not able to pass. Now, there has been a time where I had a club that was riding for whatever reason they were riding real slow. You feel what I'm saying? So when I came before I came up on them, I slowed down. Now I'm doing, I'm going, I'm going too slow. So, uh, um, and it was a two lane highway where I had to come up on the side of them. So eventually I kind of got over, revved it up a little bit, tried to make sure I got their attention and they saw me and they never said anything. So I just said, you know what? Fuck it. At this point I'm going, I just shot past them and kept it pushing. I don't know what they were going on, what they had going on the whole nine yards. But it's basically a respect thing. And it's not, like Gunn said, it's not a 1% or a 99%. It's a biker thing, period. It's a biker thing. This is just some simple biker etiquette pro call thing. No, it's my motorcycle. Fuck that. I'm, I'm doing the, And I got you. Hands down, I hear you. But why create a situation? Because understand this. They might be going to the same gas station you're going to. 
You fuck around. You fuck around. And again, because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pass the motherfucker up. And later here, I, here they come. Woo, they put in the gas station. And I'm just, I thank God that I did what you know that I was as courteous, you know, and and did what I was supposed to do. Because when they put in the gas station, you know, blah 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 blah, and we keep going. And another thing, a motherfucker don't have to speak to you. Quit thinking that because you speak to a person on a motorcycle that they gonna speak back, or that they have, or you have to speak first. I'm the type of motherfucker. If you don't speak to me, I'm not speaking to you. If you don't acknowledge me, I'm not acknowledging you. And it's just that simple. I'm not cowering down. I'm not walking past you with my head down. When I pull up, I pull up to the pump. If it's 17 of y'all, if it's 70 of y'all, 80 of y'all, four of y'all, when I pull up, I'm going to pull it to my pump. I'm going to get off. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. If, if you're there and you look <laughs> and you give me the nod, I'll give you the nod. And, you know, y'all good? We're good. Y'all okay? Boom. But go on about your business. Keep it pushing. <laughs> Go on about your <laughs> business, man. Y'all, there's so many of y'all out here be wanting to kumbaya at the gas station. Be wanting the motherfucker to recognize that you finally rode your motorcycle. Don't nobody give a fuck that you riding your motorcycle. Hey, keep, keep it pushing, guys. We ain't got shit to say to you, man. Keep it pushing, man. There are some actual good questions out there. Um, I mean, we, we talked about this before. And for ladies, man, and for guys, look, man. That's your choice, man. If you want to put your, put your feet out there or whatever it is, and you want to take a chance, man, to take put your feet out there, that's on you, man. Put your I'm feet out. What do you mean? Put your feet out. What you mean? They, you know, they talking about females and like wearing heels and sexy on and like I'm talking about sneakers and stuff like that. Man, that's that's on you how you do business. I don't never tell nobody how they ride a bike. All I tell you is I done been down, and I can show you a pair of shoes that when it went down. I mean, it ate the top end of the steel toe up. Now, had I not had that steel toe on, that would have went through that sneaker and would have tore my foot up. And guess what, man? I got two friends, two close friends I know right now. Both of them lost their feet in a motorcycle accident. And the issue that comes down to it with that is they they can't go back and do what they what they wanted to do now. Because they they missing that foot, and I I can tell you this without a question. The reason why it happened was specifically the the footwear they were wearing. Now it, it doesn't matter. Some cases, man, you know, you go down or you get hit or something like that happens. I mean, it is what it is. But if you go down, have at least some protection or whatever it is. I don't tell people how to wear. I know what I do. I wear steel toes, and that's the reason. Why, I mean, I do it for a specific reason because I've been down. I didn't scrape my foot and I didn't see exactly what the remnants of a shoe was that I went down. So that's just how I let, let me add this to The reason why you want to get you a nice, comfortable pair of riding boots, whether they have a steel toe or most of your riding boots have extra protection in the front of the toe. Most of the boots do. This the real this this is one of the reasons why you want to get you a pair of boots anytime you're riding. Because if you break down, nine times out of ten, you're gonna break down somewhere in the desert. Okay, in the middle of nowhere. And you might have to hike. Through the goddamn rocks, the gravel, the sand, the heat, and, and everything else. So you don't need no pretty ass tennis shoes on, and you trying to hike and get some goddamn wear, and you out there kicking, you know, rocks, dust, uh, them thorns, and all that shit. So you always wear your pair of boots whenever you're going to be riding, because boots uh, will allow us to go somewhere. Or another thing too, we've seen this happen where we done pulled over on the side of the road, and while we were out there. Uh, it was a scorpion and, you know, all kind of shit that was, that was coming up that we didn't have, cause we paying attention to the bike. We're not even looking down 
And then all of a sudden, oh, shit, you, you understand what I'm saying? So you always wear your nice pair of comfortable boots. You want to make sure the most important thing about a pair of boots is that you can wiggle your toes. I don't care how what kind of size boots, how tight they are, as long as you can wiggle your toes, that keeps the blood flowing in your foot and it keep your feet, yeah. keep you from passing hey, out, keep the feet, uh, everything from going hey, up. I want to touch on that too, man, is one of the things I'm going to tell you this, and this is some true stuff when you get on that road. The second you hit a time frame where you can actually get off your feet, so say you hit your spot or you hit the hotel, make sure that you get out of those boots and get into something that's very, very comfortable and give your feet a chance to actually air out and get a chance to actually breathe because that maintenance right there, and I'm going to talk about the maintenance, that maintenance is so important. And the reason why so many people fail out there on the road is because they don't take time to actually do the maintenance and be able to, you know, recuperate. And so long distance riders will tell you the only reason why they're able to do what they do is because they recuperate. They've got set in stone of how they do business. First thing I do is I get my shoes off. I got my slides. Put my slides on, air out, let everything kind of do that, this and that. I try to get, yeah, there you go. I try to get like some, you know, uh, if it's hot, I try to get a sleeve shirt on or, uh, you know, like something that I can actually let my arms breathe. I get something on the back of my neck to kind of cool off if it's been a hot day. But those are some of the stuff that I do, and that's maintenance stuff. Like a lot of people, man, they use that monkey butt and all that stuff and things like that. I mean, that helps, stuff like that, but a great seat helps. <laughs> a great seat helps. You know, having a position and sitting in a position or actually having a, a way that you actually ride, and that only takes time on the bike in order for you to understand what's comfortable and what's not comfortable. Because a lot of people that ride, they only ride locally, so they don't understand how six hours feels. You need to know what six hours feel. You need to know what 10 hours feel. You need to know about... Man, that Waffle House has some great fucking coffee when I need to fucking stop off, and it's nine times out of ten, it might even be free. So when you look at it in terms of some maintenance and things like that, you do, you know, you make sure that you actually, you know, spend the time to be able to understand, you know, what you got to get done. Actually, FHL had one. I'm going to touch on this one real quick, but to understand what we was addressing and one of one of your bros is talking about, um, he was talking about the suspicion of search laws and things like that. Now, this is where I try to tell people is that you need to understand local laws in the area that you're going to. Because a great example was New York. You go to fucking New York, stop, stop and fucking frisk was one of those things that you didn't know about unless you were fucking from New York. And then all of a sudden you get to New York and a motherfucker come up and start patting your pockets. You might punch the shit out of me undercover. And you're like, who the fuck is you, man? You know, and a lot of those dudes up in New York, they really don't wear they, you know, they all of a sudden the badge will come out after they don't fucking touch your pockets. And, you you know, you're ready to smash a motherfucker. And you're like, who the fuck is you, man? Hey, you know, it's a cop. So now all of a sudden, you know, you, you knock a motherfucker out. You got you got to solve the police officer. Hey, he identify himself. My bad. You know, but, you know, you and you and Sing Sing and <laughs> Rikers Island. And you don't want to be in Rikers Island if you're fucking a foreigner. So that's just kind of how it is. But that's understanding some of the rules and regulations. California is one of those other states, man. I'm from California, man. You really got to be careful with California because you said it, man. You go there fucking as vacation and fuck around and you come back on probation. And that's just the process that you need to understand. So, again, we're talking about before you leave out, make sure you understand where you're going. and Make sure you understand some of the rules and regulations in that area. And even if you got some of the bros in your nations and stuff like that, 
understand what your fucking, you know, your nation should be having, uh, you know, that, that information too, in terms of how shit goes in their area. All right, let me break this down too, because somebody asked me this. You guys, if you're in an MC, you've always heard whenever two or more together, you can wear your colors. If you're by yourself, you don't have to wear your colors. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys have heard that. Whenever you're by yourself, you don't have to wear your colors. But if it's two or more, you're all together, you have to wear your colors. Let me break that down for you. The reason why they say when it's two or more of you guys together, you have to wear your colors is because if something happened to one of you guys, then the other brother can flag down or go get help or do whatever he has to do. Okay. But if you're on your motorcycle and you're traveling and you're by yourself and you got a vest on and something happened to you, I mean, something as similar as a breakdown with a flat tire or, you know, mechanical or or even medical or whatever. And you go down nine times out of 10, a regular pedestrian is not going to stop for you because he's going to see those motorcycles. He's going to see that vest. And he gonna keep it pushing because they are terrified of motorcycle vests. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. terrified of motorcycle vests, or they assume that you got um, somebody else already on the way. They automatically assume that if you got a vest on, you're a professional, uh, or they you got a vest on, they're scared of shit of you. So when you're by yourself, that's why your clubs have told you, hey, if you're by yourself, you don't have to wear your colors. Um, like I said, because if something happened, and you don't, let's just say, and, and I'm, I've proved this point. Going somewhere, I pulled over, wasn't even tripping, but I pulled over because I wanted to, I was actually doing some dumb shit, reloading my thumb drive, and I went looking for my thumb drive, and because I didn't have my colors on, two or three different people pulled over, hey, brother, you all right, you good? Because guess what I am at that point? I'm just a person out riding this motorcycle. I'm a regular motorcycle rider. So they are, they, at that point, they're helping a pedestrian on a motorcycle. If you got your colors on and they see them colors, they're going to keep on going because, again, they're terrified of motorcycle clubs, motorcycle riders, and they feel like either something going on or, and like I said, every once in a while you might find somebody that know, okay, he got a vest on, he's still good people, but you have to understand that it's just a perception of the public. That's one thing. The other thing to touch on what Gunn said is this, is that going anywhere from point A to point B, point B should know you on the way and point A should know that you left. (laughs) That part. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> and somebody should have a time screen. Okay, well, what are you trying to get to this time? You know, today, Monday, where are you going to try to bed down at? Oh, I'm going to try to bed down and maybe I'm going to try to go to uh, uh, Sweetwater or I'm going to try to go to, you know, so-and-so. Okay, well, call me by so-and-so time and do a check-in. You understand what I'm saying? It's not that you have to put people in your business, but for safety reasons, these are things that you put in place so that people can know that, you know, kind of you are right and things are going well. Because I'm gonna tell you something, bro. There's nothing more. There's nothing more um, fucked up than to be waiting on a phone call from somebody that left your house this morning at 3 a.m. and they haven't called, and here it is, 8:30 o'clock, 8:30 at night, 9 o'clock at night. You drive your family crazy. Cause see, what you gotta understand this whole thing too. The preparation we were talking about that earlier, preparing to 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 take a trip. Your whole family is taking this trip with you, whether you know it or not. When you leave yeah. your house, your wife, your kids, everybody, bye, daddy, you know, bye, mama, whatever, whatever, they're taking this trip with you. So when 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 your wife says, hey, you know, like even me, as professional as I am, you know, queen, hey, baby, just let me know you're all right. I have a communication system on my bike, so it makes it a little easier. But still, 
you got I got my mom, I got my dad, I got the people waiting on me. Jeez. So you owe them that that right to say, okay, hey, well, when I get ready to bed down, get settled in, hey, call you, hey, I'm all everything good, everything fine. You know, yada yada yada, because you got people that are, are expecting. <laughs> you know, uh, by now he should right. he should be there by now. Well, he should at least be here by now, and so on, so on, so forth. So these are just different things that you do that you put in place. One of the things I'm gonna give you this application real quick for those who can share their location with their loved one. I know a lot of y'all. You know, your girl can't. You know, she really can't. She can't really know no. Where you going? She can know where you're going, but she can't know know where you're going. You understand me? That part. <laughs> but for those who for those who who wife or significant other or boot thing can know where you're going, <laughs> there's an application called a glimpse. Okay. The glimpse is the application that you can download and put on your phone and you can you can program it up to fourteen hours where they can actually follow you. They can tell I you. you gonna say, I thought you were gonna say side chick three sixty. <laughs> no, it's called it's called glimpse. Where you can put glimpse on your phone, you can download the glimpse and put it on your phone, and it, it tell you, you know, where you, it shows where you leaving from and where you are going. But it actually shows your mileage, the speed limit that you're going, what state, you know, the cities and states you're going through. It shows if you stop for gas, they can zoom in and see you at a gas station. That's a beautiful app to, to, you know, to leave, you know, your wife if you can can. But when you when you give it a glimpse, now you can't tell her you going to North Carolina and the motherfucker glimpse say you in, in Meridian, Mississippi. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because you're going to get your ass in trouble. But I'm just saying, um, you know, yeah, they, they got different yeah, things in place, man, that you could do. Another big mistake that people make. Hey, hold on. Go. Unless you go into the shed, which is in uh, just outside of motherfucking uh, Moss Point, Mississippi, and that motherfucker <laughs> the shed is, is the shit for barbecue if you're in Mississippi on Highway 10. Yeah. That's a shout out. <laughs> another one, too. Another thing, uh, uh, what I was going to say is another thing that you want to do, uh, important, too. When you're planning to get that yonder, we, we talked about the glimpse. The other thing is, oh, the biggest mistake most people getting yonder make is that they rely on their cell phone to get them to and from where they're going. If you don't take time and pull your atlas out and look at, okay, familiarize yourself with this trip, okay, in Atlanta, I got this, I got this. I'm real good with an atlas. I can tell you how many miles on this freeway in this state. I can read the state sign. I can read the mile markers. Tell you how many more miles we got to go in this sign. I can tell you when, it, when we get when we getting gas the whole nine yards. Man, your ass didn't just say an atlas, did you? Shit. I'm sitting over there like trying to trying to do an atlas. I got one like right here. Know, like these motherfuckers know about an atlas. I got one right here. I, 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 I mean, did, I feel you. This is my regular reading. But listen, what I'm telling you. I, if you you don't have to take it with you, like me, I'm 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 kind, I'm kind of professional, so I don't have to take one with me. But every once in a while, I do. But let me tell you something: don't just take a trip and you haven't sat down and took the time to go through here and familiarize yourself with the with with the roads and everything else. This shit right here, they ain't stopped making oh. these yet. The cell phones ain't replaced this motherfucker yet. That's hey, what I'm trying. Let, to, let me tell you something, man. Yeah. Like like these cats don't these dudes don't understand. How life was on the road. Period. Before so the cell phone. Let me take you back. Let me take you back. <laughs> 1987. There was no such thing as what? The first thing there was no such thing as what? We ain't talking about cell phones because cell phones was out. But there wasn't a such thing as the internet at that, that time. Point, so you didn't have an option of whether you were going to, you know, like when you went on the road. So when you went on the road, that motherfucking Alice... Man, that was your best fucking friend. Period. And I had one, and what I would do is each state, I had a printout of the actual route that I was going to go and places that I was going to stop. 
and it was like a book. I took it, I put it together, and I stapled the motherfucker, <laughs> and I would switch as I went to different parts so that I could keep it on my tank, and I would actually sit there, and I had a little little holder. Look, I'm going to tell you this. I had a plastic holder that I got from the military that you have in the military. I took that, and I glued it. Like, literally, I had a little bit of Velcro stuff. I put it to my tank, and I would sit there, and when I went to another area, I would take it out with my stops, and I would put it to my next area so I knew where I was going to make my stops at. And then I would check my atlas. When I tell you about phone calls, you didn't make a phone call till you stopped that night. So you got to the hotel? And maybe. Maybe you got people. There was times that you might get somewhere, and you had to make a, remember this, a collect fucking call. Yep. Like, when's the last time that you had a collect call and it wasn't like from the county jail? <laughs> it's hey, like, and this is how the collect call go because you don't want them. To, you don't want them to accept it. Hey, I'm doing good. I made it. I'll call y'all when I get back on the road. Love you. But <laughs> this is in the intro. This is in the. You have a collect call from. You have a collect call from. Hey, I'm doing good. I made it. Just want to let you know I made it. Don't, don't even worry. <laughs> I'm in Mississippi, I'm good. Yeah. And that was it. I mean, I was like, really, what you was doing? Like, cats don't understand it, man. Like, I try, I try to tell people, they don't get the road that you, we used to live on. That road was not about social media. You didn't go live. That <laughs> you didn't part. You didn't do shit. All you did was got on the road. And when you stopped, you might be able to contact and give your people some information. Like, yo, I'm in Mississippi. Like my mom didn't even know where I was at until I got to the middle of Texas. I was like in, I was outside of Dallas, and she's like, "Where the fuck you at? You've been gone for like five days." I was like, "I was in places, man. I couldn't make phone calls." I'm saying, you know, I'm like, "Shit," and she's like, "Okay, well, I mean, you know, you're good." I mean, like literally, I was gone the first time I went out. I didn't make it to Miss. I didn't make it to Dallas, Texas, to five days because I was hard headed. I didn't put my miles in, and when I got on the fucking road. By the time I got to Atlanta, I was ready to fall the fuck out <laughs> when I got to Mississippi. By the time I got to Mississippi, it was two days before I was even able to get back on the road because my body was so beat up because I was on that fucking tank, not understanding what the fuck I was supposed to do. And that's the reason why I wanted to talk about this, because there are people, man, and look, you can't just get on the road and think you're going to get on the road and ride fucking 12 hours or 14 hours, man. you got to prepare yourself for that. It's a, it's a literally, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to take a trip this day, I'm going to do four hours. I'm going to take a trip this day, I'm going to do six hours. I had a point where I knew my seats. I could get 1,000 miles on this seat. I could get like 800 miles on this seat. I mean, that's what you need to understand is I could, this is the distance that I'm going to go. So if you look at it and saying I'm going to do 12 hours today, then you do 12 hours. If you said I'm going to do 10 hours, then you do 10 hours and then you say, can I do an extra two hours or can, or do I need to shut it down? Or even when you get to the point where you get to a stop and you go, I just can't make it today. Your main thing is make your destination. Don't think that you need to rush. Don't think that you need to drive faster than you don't need. Don't think you need to prove any fucking thing to fucking (laughs) big sale or K solo Ride your own fucking ride. Period. You got to ride exactly what you can do. So you don't need to wear big fucking boy pants if your pants ain't tight and you wear them skinny jeans. <laughs> That's just how it is. And get your get your mileage up. And when you get your mileage up, then you wear those big boy pants. But until you wear those big boy pants, you got to understand that those miles, man, those miles are going to take a toll on your body. And if you're not ready for those miles, it's going to destroy your body. And I, I hate to say it, man, young kids, you guys can do it. 
you guys recoup a little bit faster than older guys. But shit, by the time you get 40 miles or, or 40 years old, your eyesight going and your body is motherfucking a wreck. <laughs> Let me answer this question. My man John Green says, Sell, do you listen to the music in your helmet when riding or out of your bike speakers? When, which, which do you think is better? Let me tell you something, John Green. If I'm on my motorcycle on a 15, a 15 to 16 hour day, I may only listen to my music for 30 minutes to an hour. I'm listening to my motorcycle. You understand me? I'm listening to my motorcycle. I'm listening to how it's clanking, how it's sounding, how I'm shifting gears. I'm doing all that every once in a while, maybe just to to get my thought pattern back on point. I'll turn one or two songs on or two or three songs on and I'll turn them down so low that my mind has to concentrate on the, 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 the lyrics of the song. And, and mostly at that point, I'm just remembering the song and I'm just, you know, like that. But I don't ride with, with my music up either in my helmet or on the bike. If I do, I take a phone call in my helmet because phone calls help you, you know, uh, fight fatigue, you know, also. But you got to be, you know, you got to know how to pay attention to the road and be able to talk on the phone. Some of y'all can't do two things at one time. So if you if you haven't gotten there yet, concentrate on the one thing, which is riding your motorcycle. But if you can't. Now, see, I'm the opposite. What I do is I... I play that motherfucker as loud as I can. <laughs> I mean, I like the way that I get into my zones is through music. So, like, what I used to do with my zones is I would get into the zones when I didn't wear, I used to use head buds and stuff like that, and I would use um, those type of things. But I get into a zone once I get to about four hours to five hours, and people have told me, like, we can tell when you were in your zone. Because there's nothing else except the road. And, I mean, it's just my arms are up. I'm so relaxed. And it's just a fluid motion. When I was on twos, people really understood when I was doing it because they said my whole body language would just absolutely change. And when they would see me, it was like they were wondering, like, how the fuck is he riding like that? Because he's just fucking like I'm just I got my hands up. I got my feet out. I'm just enjoying myself. And you just lock into that zone. And I hate to say it, but when you're in that zone, you don't really hear anything and you don't really see anything. The road is just the road. And so that's really, you know, a lot of times people say, well, you listen to music, you listen to this, you listen to that. But a lot of times, man, once I lock into that zone, it takes me about, it takes me about two and a half hours to three hours to really get into my zone to where I can go. I can legitimately go for 20 hours and not even think anything about it. Once I get to that zone and that's kind of where it's at, I've been on one where I just rode legitimately, I rode 20 hours and I just said, I'm just going to ride. And I locked into this zone. I mean, 12 hours and I'm just rolling and people are like, I'm like, shit, we here? Damn. <laughs> just- Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Got locked. And then yeah. turn around in four hours or five hours. Like, people think I joke, man. I did, in four days, I did 3,500 miles. And what it was is we left out of Casper, Wyoming, went into Arkansas. We left out on a, on a basically on a Friday, Friday morning rode into basically in Oklahoma. On Saturday, we were in Arkansas. Sunday, we, you know, did the party, whatever it is. On Sunday, we were back on the road riding back. And we got back. I literally stopped off again in Oklahoma, hung out with some people. Otherwise, I would have legitimately been back in three and a half to four days. And that's 3,500 miles in four days. I mean, that's, that's a trek to do a turn and burn. But I had gotten so locked into, you know, that my zone that it just, it didn't mean anything. You know, somebody said phone cards. That's, yeah, them phone cards was a motherfucker, man. Yeah. I mean, but, but like I said, for me, that's that's what does it for me. I listen to my motor, and especially if I'm in a group, I'm listening to everybody's motor. And if I if I can call my, a couple of partners, they'll tell you that me listening to their motor, I saved their motorcycle from, you know, hey, hey, pull over, pull over. What's wrong? Pull over, pull over. Your exhaust bolts done bagged out, or this is coming loose because you can hear it. You can hear how the motorcycle sounds and just different things like that. So that's my secret for me. I don't really too much listen to music um, when I'm when I'm on them trips. I may turn it on just for a little while, or I just I'll just keep working my brain, you know, rereading stuff, uh, re-singing some songs that I love, some of my gospel and stuff like that, and just really keeps me busy on that level. But Whatever you need to do. If music is your thing, all I'm going to tell you is that if you do listen to music, turn it down every once in a while. Make sure you listen to your motor. You know, you want to make sure that, it okay, it's everything sounding good because preventive maintenance on the motor, preventive maintenance will save you a whole lot of uh, a whole lot of um, trouble and time. Heartache. Yeah. Then, oh, yeah. Then you riding on it and, you know, and it's, it's, it, you let it get worse and worse and worse, and now here it is, you're stuck. But, Again, all of these things that we're telling you, and it's other people that will add to this case, Solo, Flacco's, uh, Snowman, all of us. Um, and, and for the people that ride, we kind of already got it. But a lot of it, let me tell you this. The biggest thing about getting miles and riding a motorcycle <laughs> is mental. All of it is mental. Here's what I'm going to tell you. You have to mentally prepare yourself to get these miles. Because listen what I'm going to tell you. When you when I when you look at me and say how many miles we do today, still I said no less than a thousand. That shit right there, it, 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 it buckles a whole lot. A thousand, damn. Yeah, we're gonna knock this thousand out today. And nothing less than a thousand. So you have to mentally prepare yourself to get these journeys. Let me tell you something. My ass hurts, my arm hurt, my shoulders hurt, my legs hurt. But I got in my mind, I know what my mission is. I know what I'm trying to get done. I know what I'm trying to get accomplished. So these are things that we forsake 
for the for the for the for the for the for the sake of getting the job done. You understand what I'm saying? None of it. Don't don't you ever for one reason or for for one second think that snowman ain't never hurting. Flacco ain't never hurting. Guns ain't never hurting. Big <laughs> Cell ain't never hurting. Don't you ever think that? What you got, gun? Hey, hey, somebody was like, "Do you believe a word in helmet?" They just want to start a fight, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. that must be. No, I hope I mean, that ain't cameo. I hope that ain't cameo. I am, I am a helmet person. I've always been a helmet person. I would say right now that my chin, at a minimum, would have been broken if I had not had a helmet on when I went down after I hit the deer, because I contacted chin first and then side and slid, I uh, slid across the. Uh, pavement with the helmet mm. and so i would say without a doubt at a minimum i would have had a broken jaw um and, and some and some teeth missing if i had not had done that or had a full face helmet on now i've heard pros and cons whatever it is that is just mine but you have to understand what happens when you wear a full face helmet because there are some things that you need to understand wearing a full face helmet because you are not going to get the airflow that you would typically get if you were wearing a half face but in the same sense, too, is nine times out of ten, I'll wear my full face, and then I'll bring my visor up to write about my eyes. And the reason why I do that is because I got hit in the fucking head with a June bug enough to understand that you don't want to get hit in the fucking head with a June bug when you got a when you got a helmet on. Worst case scenario, or even worse than that, is to have a fucking yellow jacket fly into your fucking helmet while you're riding, because that's off your bike as fast as you can and trying to get that fucking helmet off. And that's just how shit is, understanding how it is, right? Um, I don't, I'm not a proponent. I've ridden without a helmet, and I've ridden with a helmet. But I can tell you this without a doubt. Right now, uh, in 2020, I can tell you this, and I've been riding since 2012. I will never ride again without a helmet on. And that's just how it is. And I believe in it 100%. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, it's, uh, it's actually, yeah, it was uh, apple pie. <laughs> hey, shout out to my man Frederick Mayo for the donation. I appreciate the donation, sir. Somebody asked me, Big Cell, what's the what's the hardest you ever? I think they asked me what's the hardest I've ever been hit, or what's the worst I've ever been hit. Let me tell you something. I was in uh, Texas, coming across Texas. I was on twenty, and a bug. I don't know what kind of bug it was. That motherfucker hit me so hard, I pulled over to go back and get a fair fight. <laughs> that motherfucker when I tell you it hit me so hard it just, bah! I'm talking about I pulled my bike over to go look for this motherfucker to get a fair fight because that wasn't fair what he did to me but I've been the the other thing the scariest thing I've ever been through and, I, and we're talking about a full face mask is I went through a swarm of those what are those things that cover the locusts yeah the locusts I oh, went through a yeah. I, I'm, I'm riding and I see the I see I'm like what is that smoke whatever that was in the what and I'm and I come right through it, two guns. And I'm talking, but they tore my ass up. Oh man, that shit visor, beat your ass and I up, and man. I thank God I had my visor down. I thank God I had the man when I pulled over. Hey, look, my hey, shit the was in, my hey, shit the motherfuckers was in Mexico and Texas and in that area in that New Mexico and Texas, they know all about those fucking locusts in Oklahoma, boy. Kansas area. Shit, boy. When I tell boy, you, I, I had blood, blood, blood spatter and shit all over my clothes. And and I'm I'm gonna tell you this, I and this is what I would recommend to anybody: go buy you a nice riding suit if you're gonna be riding a lot. If you're gonna be getting yonder, I have a riding suit, hot. I have a heated rain, a heated riding suit. And then if I don't, if I'm not gonna wear my heated riding suit, my, my rain suit or my heated suit, 
then I have two or three pair of pants and shirt, long sleeve shirts that I wear, and I don't care what happens to them. You understand what I'm saying? When you're on that highway, ain't no need to be a fly. Ain't no need to be a fly because you're going to fuck up all your fly shit. That's what I'm going to tell you. So I have two or three pair of khakis upstairs right now, and I have two or three long, maybe four or five, six long sleeve shirts that I, when I'm, when I'm, if I'm not putting on my full uniform, I'm putting that on because I don't care if, 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 if the worst case scenario, I'll throw that, all that shit in the trash and, and, and put on another set. But when you being comfortable um, and making sure if you could buy the riding suit, they got summer riding suits, winter riding suits. The reason why you want the riding suit is this is because you put on your if it's, if it's hot, you put on your 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 free your heat out clothes up under that. Put your riding suit on. When you get to the hotel, all you gotta do is come up out of that, shake that shit out, set it to the side, you know, and get com- put your flops on, get comfortable, relax, and then you can take a shower, or do whatever. So you want to be able because see, this is the thing about the hotel. When we bed down, we don't got time to be fucking around. We ain't got time for you to be going through your bag and you know unpacking your bike and all that shit. And I'll get into that. I'll do a show on that on how to pack to get yonder. I'll do a show on that so I can show you how to pack, what to put where. So when you do stop, you make your stops quick and effective, and you you keep from losing shit. Because the, let me tell you this: on the highway, the more bags you go into, the more shit you're gonna lose. Hear what I'm telling you. The more bags you go into, the more shit you're going to lose. So these are just different hey, little tidbits. What you got? Real quick, John Poole hit something. He said, after accident, Abolish Crew wants to cut off your colors. And so now this is where when, when uh, and, and I agree with this 100%. I, I agree with it, but I have never lived that way. I've always been a rebel, I guess. <laughs> I've always been that way. I mean, I was a prospect and I rode fucking, I rode by myself as a prospect and I didn't give a fuck and I would tell him I didn't give a fuck. Um, but the whole thing that comes down to it is if you do have somebody that's there with you, they can tell you about cutting your colors off and that doesn't happen. Um, when I went down, I didn't have colors on, but I had a, a vest on and I told him, I said, hey, if you can take my fucking vest off, take my vest off, but don't cut my fucking vest off. I mean, that's just an opportunity for you to be able to, if you have a communication. Now, again, if you're down and there's nobody there that can basically tell you that, I mean, there's not much else you can do. But I would say this, that a lot of professionals within the industry, i.e. fire departments, ambulances, a lot of these guys are riders themselves, and they understand the process of cutting off colors. Uh, Even law enforcement understands the process of cutting off colors. And nine times out of ten, they're just not going to do that. Oh, shit, my man, Weasel up in the house, man. Man, it's your punk ass, man. Hey, you even hit me up, man. Uh, OG Weasel, man, shout out, man. That, that's one cat, man, to get on the road. I, I love it because he'll get on the road with rookies. And he'll go through the drama and the BS and all the rest of the crazy shit. He'll just get on the road with rookies, man. And he'll take them from, like, Jersey all the way to fucking Florida and just be like, we're rookies. Oh, they only get six hours. Fuck it. Let's just get six hours and we're going to shut it down and enjoy ourselves the rest of the night. Patient, patient, patient rider, man. Love that brother, man. I mean, he is, he's a brother from another mother, man. I give a shout out to him. What up, Weez? <laughs> OG Weez, man. For real, 100, man. I've been trying to get his ass to get on the page, but he's bullshitting. But either way, uh, yeah, that's neither here nor there. Um, Tell them I never sit on a male's bike unless they ask to. <laughs> I mean, as we, we talking about just some general respect shit in terms of, you know, like you should never sit on anybody's bike. 
I, I hate to say it, man. This is this is some real shit. I'm gonna tell you this real story. Motherfucking in, in Florida. I was at an event and we was at uh it was at Destination Daytona, and a motherfucker came and a female, female was on her bike, and she got off her bike and a motherfucker went and Look, she had something nice. I mean, she was on something nice. I give it to her. And the motherfucker went to go and take a picture next to her bike. And she went the fuck off. <laughs> I was just like, nothing but love. Because she was like, look, man, you go come and do the same shit that you be bitching about motherfuckers, you know, like coming in and sitting on your bike. She goes, that's my bike. You should never, ever. I mean, I was like, wow. And she was legitimately ready to, like, put some hands and do whatever she had to do. And I, I was just like, I started laughing. And then, like, a little bit later on, I'm, you know, I'm in there getting some drinks or whatever it is. And she came up and she just was like, yo, man, I, she goes, I, I, I seen you. And, you know, she was kind of, like, laughing about it. I said, yeah, I said, because I said, them dudes should know some shit like that. And these motherfuckers is 99 and they're going and sitting next to your bike. So, you know, look, hey, shout out to her, man. I know she know who she is on this page or whatever it is. She definitely. Let me give you my story. Let me give you my story about a female in another bike. And the queen, my wife, if she was here, she'd tell you this. First time I took her to California. First time I took her to L.A. We were in front of Rare Breed Clubhouse. It was bike night. And this female was taking pictures in front of bikes. She was going bike to bike, bike to bike, taking pictures, her and her homegirl. And she get to this bike. And the guy had a helmet. He had the helmet on the bike. And the girl, you know, she's touching on the bike, you know, posing herself, doing this. And she knocked the helmet on the floor. And it was a guy's bike, but she knocked the helmet on the floor. So the female at the time that had paid for the bike or was paying for the bike or was in charge of the bike or whatever, she said, uh, excuse me, ma'am, you're not going to pick the helmet. You not First she said, you knocked over the helmet. She's like, oh, girl, it ain't nothing but a helmet. She said, you ain't going to pick it up. She said, no, the female went, picked the helmet up and turned around and beat the shit out that girl. You understand me? So, uh, it, and all she was trying to do was take a picture, but she didn't understand that you violated somebody's space. You violated the motorcycle and you violated the little mom. Cause little mama apparently whipped your ass cause she done paid to have that helmet painted. And got to pay you. Gotta watch, <laughs> you got to pay, you you pay to get it painted again. <laughs> so that was something. Season but, one. <laughs> but hands down, ladies and gentlemen, I hope tonight you guys were able to get some education, man, and to see some of the things. And we're talking about, man, the biggest thing is being responsible, being 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 responsible, being respectful. Um, those things will save you on that highway, preparing for your trip mentally, physically, spiritually, the whole nine yards, making sure you're prepared, making sure that you go over, you know, your motorcycle, making sure that, you know, don't play. If you need an oil change, you think you need an oil change, change it. I promise you. That little hundred dollars that you spend now will save you the three hundred. Will save you the three hundred dollar oil change on the road, plus the seven hours it took for the tow truck to come pick you up and get hey, you to the. For Harley Davidson, that's two fucking bolts. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, going to you know, if you think you need it, or you think you're gonna get, go on and knock it out now because I'm telling you, again, hands down, now some of the best times I've ever had on from my motorcycle is on the side of the road. But if we could have avoided some of. If we could avoid yeah, it, somebody, I'm telling you, it's hands down. That's the best time you have yeah, is on the side down. of the road. But if you can avoid it, then, hey, let's avoid it, man. Um, other than that, trust me, bro, it's, it, it's, it's the funnest shit you can do, and you owe yourself a road trip. Everybody that has a motorcycle, you owe yourself a coast-to-coast, uh, you know, 
top to bottom, however you corner to corner, you owe yourself a road trip, man. Whether you do it with a friend or whether you do it by yourself, you will never, <laughs> you will not regret it. I promise you that. What you got in closing for him, Guns? Man, um, I'm gonna tell everybody again, man. I seen DJ Vegas up, man. Look, I'm coming, I'm coming to your town, man. Uh, I'm coming to a whole bunch of towns, so I'm going north. <laughs> I'm gonna be up in Shy. I'm gonna be going through Indianapolis. I'm going north, man. I gotta go out to Montana and hang out with my family out there. Uh, and then I'm cutting down back into the Reno area. I tell everybody because I don't give a fuck. I mean, it is what it is. Going to Cali. I'm going down to L.A., spend some time down there. And then I'm heading to Vegas. Man, I'm trying to get I'm trying to get Arizona. I'm just doing big shit in Texas. <laughs> and then I'm stopping off at the motherfucking shed. Hey, shout out to all my riders, Emo. You know about that shed. That shed is real. Uh, the bar, best barbecue in the motherfucking South right there. And then uh, coming up through Alabama uh, and then dropping out uh, – I'll probably drop back into Georgia or whatever it is and come back home. So I'm telling you, man, I'm going to be on the road. Uh, I'm going to try to, you know, get everything together in terms of that. I'll let everybody know what's up. I'm trying to – I'm I'm going to be live as much as I can on the page. Uh, really, every stop I hit, uh, just kind of give y'all, uh, you know, some other little things I'm going to be doing. Uh, but the whole thing comes down to it. Man, he in Compton. Man, come on, man. I ain't trying to – I, I want to go to Compton. I don't want to get shot, DJ Vegas. Man, you killing me. Man, you nah, got, it, got, man. got it, man. You got it, man. I got people in Compton, man. Kelly Park, shout out to my homies, my cousins, and all the people out there. Kelly well, Park. Hey, hey, Vegas, you him, you him banging, Vegas, you him banging, shot Kelly Park. You ain't banging. What's up, man? That's fair, man. My family, Kelly Park, man. What you talking about, man? You know what I'm <laughs> But, uh, you know, it's like, um, you know, I'm going to just get out there. Uh, definitely go, hey, I want to, you know, stop off in Vegas, man, hang out in Vegas for a couple of days or whatever it is, do my thing in Vegas. But, man, we're going to try to get that trip out there. And so uh, I'm going to be touching bases with folks on the way, man, but we'll catch up for sure. There it is there, man. Again, prepare to travel. And travel prepared. Um, and that's the best thing to do. You guys always call me for any questions you have or, you know, still this is. And again, it's all what you need to feel comfortable. The biggest thing is to make sure that you're mentally comfortable, you're mentally rested, um, you're physically in, in the best shape you can be in. And just enjoy the trip, man. I promise you, you owe yourself a coast to coast trip. And hopefully you could pick somebody, a, a nice tour guide or a nice road captain that knows the highway and knows how, you know, to get you from point A to point B um, and, and knows, you know, how to make it all happen for you because that's important. And if you want to take one by yourself, um, be prepared and just, just take your time. But listen, I told you guys about that Atlas. Don't sleep on the Atlas. The cell phone, will, the cell phone will never replace the Atlas. I don't give a fuck what kind of phone you got, what service you got. It will never replace that Atlas. I promise you. Um, real talk. So that's all part of preparing and planning. Make sure your bike is in good shape. Make sure you're, make sure you're in good shape. Don't forget, long sleeve shirt, uh, boots. You feel me? Comfortable pair of pants, full face helmet, um, nice comfortable pair of gloves. Make sure your saddlebags stay locked. Make sure you, you know you lock up everything that you can, and take your time and ride your ride. That's what it is. That's all I got for you guys tonight, man. Thank you guys for tuning in to MC One on One. We will be back again next Wednesday, the Lord willing. This weekend here in Atlanta, we open back up for business. 
But don't you run your ass outside. <laughs> hey, yo, hey, let me, Um, I, I'm going to tell you this, man. I, I'm going to see what's up. I got to make a couple phone calls when we get done with this. But we're going to see what's up, man. We're going we gonna to try to do a live show, man, with me and Sal B. Sal. So I just need to make one phone call, make sure I got everything squared away. And next Wednesday, man, we're going to try to do this and try to do a, a live uh, show where we right here together. in the studio, man. So that'd be hot, man. I, and I got just let me know what you're drinking so I can make sure I got it for you, man. You understand me? Man, you know that gentleman, Jack, man. You know I do that. There it is. There, I'm gonna make sure I got. I'm gonna make sure I got it for you. So that's what it is, man. Again, don't forget to share the channel, man. Please, I'm asking you, I'm begging you, I'm pleading you. Tell our people about the channel. Share the channel. Subscribe to the channel. Your subscription. I appreciate you watching it. Trust me, I do. But subscribing is more important than you just watching it. Make sure you hit the bell to hit all. Tell a friend about the channel. Hey, man, everything about motorcycling, they got it. They, this is where you can learn it all at right here on FHO Radio. Um, however you're listening to me via your podcast, I'm on every podcast streaming platform available. Deezer, iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spreaker, TuneIn, Spotify. I'm everywhere. So all my truck drivers. You can catch up on all the shows right there. Put in your truck, stereo sound, you're good to go. Support the channel. Your donations allow all this stuff to happen, I promise you. when you, If you ever get a chance to stop by the studio, seeing it on video is nothing. When you walk in here and see how professional I've built this thing for you to bring you the best sound and best quality, you will see where your donations go to. I don't fuck your money off on tennis shoes and clothes. That's not what it's about. I want to be as informative as I can because I promise you this. Had I had a big sale when I first came onto the bike set, I would be a, a lot better and a lot further in the MC community. Uh, I would have probably never left. But I thank God for where I'm at now with my FHO. And to all my FHO family, I love you guys. If you're out there riding, be safe. Take your time. Love life, man. And just do what you have to do. Uh, just take this hey. time to spend time with family. What you got, Guns? Hey, no, I'm sorry. hey Emo, man, try to reach out to me and um, catch up, man. We need to... We need to link up because when I get up to Oakland, I got um my man Mass out there, man. I got to catch up with him, man. We just gonna do some, we gonna do some things, big things out there in Oakland, man. So there it is, there, man. MC one on one, man. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. We on. Hosted by two guns, co-hosted by Big Cell, and we talking straight motorcycle protocol. Tune in every Wednesday around 7 p.m. for pure motherfucking facts on FHO Podcast Radio, MC 101, where motorcycling is life. T-Cone, I see you, baby. What up? What's up, Big Cell? This is your boy, Passionate from the Light Ministry Bible Church from Los Angeles, California. When we're not riding, we listen to FHO Podcast Radio. Yo, man, it's your boy Big Sarge from Florida Chapter Soul Brothers, man. Y'all know how I get out. I'm always listening to my man, Big Cell from FHO Podcast Radio. You keep it motorcycling. Yo, this is Visions by Cinnamon Smiles. If I'm not advertising, networking, or promoting for you, I'm tuning in to FHO Radio with Big Cell Shouty.
Yo, what's up, man? This is your boy, man, Mr. Let Me Hold Something himself, DJ Dirty. And you're listening to FHO Podcast Radio with my main Big Cell, the F-H-O-A-B-C-D-E-F-G-H-N-I-C. Big Cell. Come on, man, speak on it, man. Let's rock. What up? This is Chris from Exclusive Sounds. When I'm not doing music on bikes, I'm tuned in to the FHO Podcast Radio. What up, y'all? This big punch from the motherfucking candy shop. We chillin' over here with Big Seal, man, the F-H-O-N-I-C-K-E-M-N-Y. Man, you know what I mean? All the alphabets, man. Everybody got all that shit going. Holla. What up? I ain't to my Uncle Big Seal in the F-H-O radio. Your five dollar ass down before I make change. You think we playing? And I ain't playing. You better listen up. It's the FHO Live Podcast, where the truth will be told. We promise you that. I'll let you, man. All right, Daniel. I'll let you know. Uh, I'll let you know in a couple minutes, man. What's up? Okay, just let me know so I can get the room ready for you. All right, so. All right now. All right, what? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.